babies. If I wanted to do harassment, I'd go to upstairs and hang out. With it you. was a I learning. Hang out with you. Well, asshole. look, let's spin it. It was a learning experience, right? We're not going to make yeah. that same mistake again. Never. Okay. okay. Thank you, Rin. Communication, communication, transparency. Let's just get all on the same page. Thanks for doing the work today. I'm really excited. Looks like the intro came together pretty nicely. Let that roll. Uh, Raymond again is playing producer tonight, Bobby. So uh, we're in for a whirlwind. He's learning a lot of fun tricks. Um, he's going to give us some different screenshots and some transitions. He's put a lot of work in today. So thank you, Ray. Thanks for all that you do, Raymond. You're welcome. Welcome. Good looking fat head there, Bobby. New room? Always. Excellent. Um, speaking of new rooms, what do you say? We start the show, the Simmons Sports Show, with some opening takes, some Boston sports. Uh, what's new around the New England area? Uh, Dr. Big Mac, Raymond, let's kick it off with you in your opening take, por favor. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Super Bowl 58, it's Sunday. It's here. We're uh, a couple days away, and I don't feel like it's Super Bowl. Like, I, it, media week's not there. Uh, you know, it's just not the same hoopla when you got the Chiefs and the 49ers playing. Uh, same old, same old. You're hearing more about Taylor Swift than anything about the football game that's going to be played on Sunday. Uh, was Reba McIntyre going to hit over on the national anthem? Uh, what's the Gatorade bath going to be? It's just shit like that. It's not talking about the game. Like, it's doesn't feel like Super Bowl week to me right now Richard yeah I gotta tell you I haven't paid a lick of attention to any of it um when you go 24 years of your teaming being the most relevant thing in sports in America uh it's tough to to get you know all caught up in the hoopla of the Chiefs winning again so I uh, haven't paid uh, too much attention to it uh, I'm not butthurt over a lot of national attention being paid either yeah, I mean, the NBA, uh, I texted you guys, we're going to talk about a little bit today, but they put their trade deadline the Thursday before uh, the NFL. You know, dare I say the NFL is losing a little swing, losing a little sway, I should say, a little power over the uh, over the entertainment sector of sports. NBA is creeping up. It's, it's it feels like the offseason storylines are bigger. Yeah, more movement. Well, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. Maybe and might that that just might be a New England thing and a selfish thing that we don't really give a shit, so we're not paying attention. But um, probably that, yeah, yeah, it's probably closer to that. Um, I'll, I'll tell you who is not even close. I'll go with my opening take here, Raymond. Uh, who's not even close to owning the uh, swag or sway or attention of sports? It's baseball, uh, specifically the Boston Red Sox. However, they have made a significant move uh, to the 2024 Red Sox. Finally, something we've been waiting for: a starting pitcher. No. A big right-handed bat? Nay. Good outfielder? No. Nothing to do with the field. Nothing to do with the roster. They're going to be uh, followed by a Netflix crew this year to tell us all about how uh, they go from one of the most historic baseball franchises to the bottom of the league and how cheap those fuckers are down there uh, at the Fenway Sports Group. Uh, they can get that up close and personal this year at the Boston Red Sox, the Netflix uh, special they'll be filming um, and apparently in correlation with a uh, 20, uh, 2004 documentary series about their win. Uh, I got more to say on this, but my initial reaction, if you couldn't tell, is fuck the Red Sox forever. Um, another yeah. fucking decision that has nothing to do with the roster and completely about John Henry's pockets. Yuck. Bobby, your opening take. My opening take is the Patriots have begun to round out their coaching staff in front office. And uh, one thing that's clear, <laughs> Gerard Mayo doesn't have much of a say. It all seems to be peoples from uh, Elliot Wolf's past as he was named the de facto GM in a Belichickian era move where he's going to make all the decisions without the title. We told that wasn't we were told that wasn't happening. 
But uh, all these uh, appointments can some way be linked to the previous uh, stays of one Elliot Wolf. It seems like he's the one pulling the shots. And uh, Gerard, I hope you get along with these folks. There you go. Why is Bobby's fucking mic so hot? Because <clears throat> he's probably on his computer mic. And what is that? What is that? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you guys hearing mm -hmm. that? Hmm? Mm. Yeah, Bobby's. It's just it's the same mic. I have no settings. Nothing's nothing's changed. Damn, he's so loud. <laughs> is that mm? <laughs> your mother under Bobby's table? Mm. <laughs> uh, everyone's fucking loud now. All right, I don't know. Once I get controls back, I'll fix the audio. Um, until then, our show rundown tonight. We got the Patriots. They have a plan, Bobby. They are putting people in place, whether it's Gerard Mayo or Elliot Wolf or the Green Bay Packers. They are at least putting people in positions to make decisions. Um, something that it, it took a while, and we haven't seen in Foxborough for a minute. Felt like Bill Belichick left, and there were six guys on the staff. So uh, the Patriots have a plan. We'll talk about that. Some draft, some more draft rumors. Uh, we're going to be hearing this in the next several weeks um because the patriots suck and when sucky team you have a sucky team you talk about the draft unfortunately mm -hmm. instead of the super bowl we'll yeah. talk about a little bit about that um as well celtics at the deadline we got the nba deadline has come and gone celtics made some moves some lackluster moves as you ask me uh we'll take a look at what that means for the team uh the red Sox are finally streamable got a couple more thoughts on that netflix deal this or that with chief bobby and simplest minds of the week as always it's the simple mind sports show friday rewind february 9th Welcome to the show. Do you have an opening? No. <laughs> You can't just fucking throw that at me. Wow, we've been Our doing the show for four years. Every <laughs> we've been doing the show for four years. Thank you. Now I can fade it too. Watch this. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. God. Now I feel for Bill O'Reilly. Now I get it. <laughs> now I get it. You got the please. dumbest guy controlling the fucking panel tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Whose yeah, fault is that? It's your fault, I must have a goddamn aneurysm uh, setting up that show. February 9th, lose my breath, and then nothing. Just fucking dead. Leave, dead. Just leave me out there hanging. Like throwing <laughs> a goddamn receiver into a, into a broken neck. I need like fucking hand cues or something. Fucking whoop, whoop, whoop. How's this for a hand cue? Get your shit together. Fucking come on. Sorry. Apologies. That was my fault. Front office for the coaching staff is rounding out for the Patriots. Here's the list. Here's how it's uh, on Patriots.com. Here's what they got for us. This is what the coaching staff looks like uh, as of February 8th this morning, 5 a.m. This was released, the article I read. Uh, head coach Gerard Mayo. Let's stop there with the news that came out this week. The news that came out this week is Gerard Mayo was given this position uh, at least a year ago. We know that. But the newest information we got was a buyout was associated with that contract, upwards of $10 million. So when Belichick um, forced his way out of here with such shitty uh, coaching, Bel uh, Gerard Mayo contractually was set up to be the next head coach of the Patriots. And if the Crafts even sniffed at doing something dim different, $10 million check to Mr. Mayo, 
uh, good luck along your way. Uh, but nope, there was no checking out Mac Vrabel. There was no calling Ben Johnson. There was no calling uh, Slowick from uh, nothing. Nobody, nobody. It was Mayo or Bus because they had a ten million dollar buyout. I asked, what, what, what's your, what were your initial thoughts on that? They're not going to be in the hole for thirty-five million because they're already paying Bill next year for twenty-five to sit at home in Nantucket with his dog Nike to watch the twenty twenty-four season. So why would they want to pay an extra ten million to Mayo when we know the crafts are cheap? And therefore, Mayo was locked in, loaded, ready to go as soon as the rumors of Bill Check was leaving. It's disappointing. Um, I mean, obviously, they think that they're smart enough that they have this whole thing in the bag, and also smart enough to identify that. You know, we, we as the owners and uh, runners of the team have this whole thing figured out. Belichick's fucking it up. So as long as we get rid of him, then everything's good. Um, they're just resting on their laurels. That's usually not a good thing. But uh, it, I mean, to have someone locked and loaded like this, it's it is a it's a little unorthodox. It's it goes beyond just the internal grooming of a candidate. So um, I have. Would you say would you say that you had a feeling of well they got forced into hiring Gerard Mayo because he was contractually already obligated to them? Hmm. Yes, yes, I would. That's fair. So uh, that's how it, on surface level it's kind of your first immediate reaction. However, look, this was their decision, right? It just has not happened the way that they wanted it to happen. So. I, you know, it would have cost them $10 million to go outside the organization to to look at other hires, but they had already made their decision. They already, they had already uh, uh, considered outside candidates years ago or last year, whenever, whatever it was before they, they deemed it necessary to give Gerard Mayo a contract of that uh, degree to assure uh, that he would not leave the Patriots and, and be the next heir apparent. There's a piece of me that says that's not that bad of an idea. Like it, it's, to your point, Bobby, it goes a little bit beyond grooming the heir apparent and doesn't leave you any, you know, uh, any leeway of getting out unless you're willing to pay whatever the buyout cost was. In this case, we're using $10 million. But how many teams do we see just go throw shit against the wall and are at the mercy of the market for, for head coaches? I mean, it just happened to the Patriots for their offensive coordinator, right? If they didn't have Gerard Mayo locked in, who's to say that they end up with a candidate of, of his pedigree, which we don't know what is. We just simply know that... Uh, everybody likes the guy. They consider him extremely professional and, you know, beyond his years. And, you know, we're just judging him on the fact that he has no fucking track record. Right. So I guess my greater point is the crafts had a plan. They had to adjust a little bit on the fly because it was not the timing that they were looking for, but it's not like they were stuck with Gerard Mayo. Like, Bill Belichick was stuck with Cam Newton because he didn't make appropriate moves and have a plan to replace quarterback when when Brady left. The Crafts have had this decision in their back pocket for years. We're just upset that we don't think it's going to work because because it's Rob Bain. He has no fucking track record and he's backing up Bill Belichick. But so, wouldn't you still want to do the due diligence of like going through the process of just interviewing guys? Like even though Gerard's going to be the guy even just go out there just to get some tape on some of these guys and see what the philosophy is across the league. I mean, you've been stuck with Bill Belichick for 20 plus years. So you've been stuck with the same shit over and over and over. Why not go out and just look outside and be like, all right, I'm going to go out to a guy from the chargers and see what their philosophy is. You know, interview a guy from the giants, an up and coming guy, just to see what their philosophy is. Like, I just think there's too stuck with the Belichick ways and they just are going with Gerard Mayo without looking outside of the box. What I would say to that is uh, internally, they would probably say they did that, 
they considered the outside options and they would probably say that Mayo is not Belichick. And that's one of the biggest reasons that they are moving forward with him is he has different philosophies and ideologies than Bill Belichick. Um, but he also, I, it was, I, I don't know if it was a report or the radio that I listened to that they considered Gerard Mayo to have the best qualities of Belichick and the best qualities of Gerard Mayo without a lot of the bad qualities of Belichick. He's perfect. He's, he's perfect. perfect. He's the he's best perfect. of them. You well, can argue, coach. you can argue with what I'm saying, but, I, I, I'm just arguing the point that they didn't get stuck yeah. with it because it's what they chose to do. Yeah. Right. So you can't get stuck with something that you chose that you chose. And I yeah. think that that was their plan. But also my, my developing take, and I'll let you go, Bobby is craft has major P PTSD of letting Bill Belichick out the door when Parcells left. Mm. And he said, my only regret as owner of the Patriots is not hiring Bill Belichick's sooner when they left for the jets. And he went through that term with Pete Carroll. So, did he see that writing on the wall when Gerard Mayo was getting head coaching uh, opportunities two years ago from the Carolina Panthers and said, this is my guy. I don't want him to walk out the door again like Bill Belichick did uh, in uh, 96, 97. Uh, we're locking this guy in. This is our future. We're betting. We're putting our chips on the table with Gerard Mayo. This is who we want to be our guy. Lock him in. And that's the decision they made. Now it just better work. Yeah, I mean, Kraft had mentioned that during his uh, introductory press conference there for Mayo about that, where his uh, basically what we're you know what we're kind of leaning on is that you know Kraft said that he had identified Belichick as the guy, he had the gut feeling he's right to run this business, and that he feels the same way about Mayo. And I, I agree with your point that internally they probably did feel as if they did a, an exhausting search of who their paternal their uh, potential external candidates would be. The only difference is to Raymond's point is during the actual true process, they would glean more information from it than them just sifting through who the potential candidates are and weighing how they feel about them without actually getting new information in. Um, yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> with the Mayo point, I think really it's it's about who brings in the players and whether Elliot Wolf and whoever else is going to be doing this, they're, they're going to be the ones that truly determine the success or failure of the team in the next two, three years. Yeah, like, it, look, we're going to go through these coaching staff and the uh, 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 management staff, but if they get a dynamic quarterback, if they get C.J. Stroud, it's going to make a lot of these decisions look pretty good, no matter what the hell they do, no matter who the hell it is. So If they knock, knock these uh, decisions out of the park, then all these people will be geniuses. Yeah, and uh, including offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, I'm just going to go down the quarterbacks, the uh, the coaching list now. Uh, quarterbacks coach T.C. McCartney, who is coming with Van Pelt from Cleveland, was the tight end coach there, I believe. Uh, so a little bump there for T.C. Uh, right now, the running backs and wide receiver coaches and tight end coach are uh, not filled, although Troy Brown is still in the wings for the right receivers. Offensive line is Scott Peters. The defensive coordinator is Demarcus Covington. The defensive line coach is Jerry Montgomery. There is no linebacker coach. Mike Pellegrino stays with the cornerbacks. Brian Belichick, there's still Belichick in the building. He'll be coaching safeties again. Uh, Jeremy Springer is the special teams coordinator that hired last year from the Rams, who had the worst special teams in the league last year. So that's a good one. Uh, there's no special teams assistant. I'll tell you what assistant they did uh, uh, hire. Senior offensive assistant won Ben McAdoo. How do you like that? He's now free. If it's free, it's for me. He is getting paid by the Panthers, so that's there is a man that looks like he goes to strip clubs at lunch. He looks like a lunchtime. <laughs> first and foremost, strip club. first and foremost, what's wrong oh, with that, Bobby? That Jesus I didn't Christ. say there was anything wrong with it. I said that that's Captain what he Titties over like. here is fucking. 
I've no, never been to a strip club at lunch. Have you never gone to a strip club at lunchtime? Great. Special. Not at lunchtime. No, I prefer afternoon or later. It's the, the sun's gonna it's, be down. It's a terrible crowd, terrible girls, but man, yeah, and McAdoo looks time. like he's the type of guy that would be there at that point having some lunch. Yeah. Also, his name screams then as well. You can't be a McAdoo and like yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be like and six, six, McAdoo's tall, defense, dark, uh, handsome. Apparently, kind of he has thing. an impeccable draft record of being correct about people that were drafted that he said he was on. Yeah, I heard that too. He uh, he had He's on the record Patrick, too ahead of time. Patrick Mahomes. He had dead to rights. Uh, number he had one. Josh Allen. He had Lamar Jackson. He had them all pegged appropriately on record prior to their drrafting. Is, did you hear? Was that a Greg Bedard thing that you're that you're talking about, or did you hear it somewhere else? I heard it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Greg Bedard is very high on this Ben McAdoo. Um, for take that for what it's worth, he's a professional. He watches the tape. He's got more you know uh, knowledge on it than certainly we do. Uh, it's just it's just the look. It's just the look. It's the optics. You've got Gerard Mayo, something called Alex Van Pelt, who is your twelfth interview that came through the building. Uh, Nick Cayley denied your offer because you wouldn't pay him. So you're still cheap through that building. Four million dollars was it that they wouldn't yeah. pay? They would pay him four million. Yeah. Okay. That would have been uh, more than what they were paying Bill O'Brien. Ooh, Bill O'Brien. Mm -hmm. I think Bill O'Brien might be walking out of this the worst. This whole yeah, he's going to coach Boston College. What's wrong with that? That's a prestige college, right? That there. adds football to program. it. It adds to it. You gotta, you gotta dump yourself to Boston College. No, he's just getting dumped on. So he was making pennies. He got shafted by Belichick. He got shafted by Kraft. Fucking, he had to deal with Mac Jones all year, uh, and then he had to, you know, couch out of Belichick's media uh, no. rules and agenda. Just he's he he took it. Took it right in the ace last year. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can set him straight with uh, with Christ and the BC Eagles. Exactly. That's why he's going there. That way he can uh, go to confession and talk about everything, how bad his past year was. <laughs> oh, you want, I had thoughts of murdering Belichick in his sleep all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been 69 days since my last confession. It's the same <laughs> one. I fucking hate <laughs> Google. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, there you go. Ben McAdoo and Alex Van Pelt, your brainchilds of the 2024 New England Patriots. How are you feeling about that? This is going to be a awful 2024 season. I don't care what you do. They're just still going to fucking... It's like having the walking nutsacks all over again. It's like now you got a different... Yeah, that, that, now one's a, little, now one's a little hanging on fruit. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, this is just going to be a bad season. Doesn't matter what you do. This offense is going to be terrible. Defense is probably going to look good, but the offense is just going to be. Is right it? I don't know. Back. The the Browns offense has been fine. They're yeah. Good I mean, basically, team. we're getting the Browns offensive coaching staff. And last year they had four quarterbacks and they all won games. So I mean, they deserve some credit for that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad. First of all, the floor is pretty low. You can't get much worse than this year. The dis I mean, just the lack, hopeful lack of dysfunction and, and somewhat of a clear path through the entire coaching staff should lend yourself to a better season. Um, and obviously, talent is going to play a lot, play a big role. Look, there's just a bunch of question marks. Covington, we talked about last year on the defense. Um, I don't know who Jerry Montgomery is. The linebackers coach is going to be a you know a big hire. Montgomery Pellegrino, isn't he the lacrosse guy? Pellegrino. Sounds like it. Sounds like a polo. Guy. I don't know the background. I just know him as the cor the corner coach. You've still got uh, you know a Belichick in there though, so thank God. Thank God. Do you think that. he hates his father? Probably as no. much as most sons do. I think he loves his daddy very much. Big wow. Stevens over there, DC at the University of Washington. 
Bills at home fucking in Nantucket while he's still working for the evil empire that is yeah. the Patriots. So probably hates him for all the things that he can't be and never live up to him. <laughs> really got a real psychological. He probably's mad because he never played catch with him. Stunts going on over there. Never played Nintendo with him. Yeah, he's the he's the baby, right? The, yeah, uh, so the Belichicks. I know he has to be the middle child. He's probably his least favorite. Yeah, he has to be middle. I wonder child. who Belichick's favorite kid is. Steven. Hmm. Or is there a girl? Do you have a daughter? It's probably the daughter. Whoa, remember the girl? Remember who he was married That's to? What daughter. was that girl's name? What was the girl's name that he was married to? Linda. Remember those two girls that she had? No. Belichick has a daughter, though. She was a lacrosse player. Oh, oh so that's his favorite. Yeah. Oh, for absolutely. Sure. I mean, it's always the, it's always the baby girl. Uh, personnel department. This one's interesting. Here's this is look. I know we, we can talk about Elliot Wolf and what his title is because this is conflicting from the reports that we've seen here. But from 5 a.m. this morning, as far as I can tell, his uh, title is Director of Scouting, Elliot Wolf. Uh, conflicting reports are he has a personnel control and basically general manager title position. This says director of scouting. Underneath him, assistant director of scouting, Marshall Um? Oim? Hmm? Oim. O-I-U-M. What uh, tribe is that from, Bobby? Uh, that is from the uh, Comanche. That's a Comanche. Perfect. Yeah, that's actually true. You don't even have to fact check that. Wow. Director of player personnel, Matt Grow. Uh, Director of pro scouting, Steve Cargile. 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 You can't put these names in front Cargyle. of Cargile. I like Cargile. Cargile. He's like he's got guile in the car world. Uh, Director of college scouting, Cameron Williams. Senior personnel advisor, Patrick Stewart. Senior personnel executive, Alonzo Highsmith. And personal uh, executive, Bobby Brown. Look, I, you know, I don't expect many people to understand you know who NFL uh, person. <laughs> no, very good, very good. I thought the same thing, Bobby. I just, I just let Rich go, but I was just thinking. That's I, well, my I to interrupt him to get my joke in. The news, the news here. I think the ticket here is uh, Elliot Wolf and Macro are still in the building. Is that a good or a bad thing? Bad. People speak high of Elliot Wolf. No way to know. Belichick did it all. It's hard to tell, right? The only thing no the only thing that comes to mind is post-2019 when we got the reports that Belichick had agreed to be more uh, cohesive and collaborative in the draft room. Everyone agreed that since then the drafts uh, feel, felt a little bit better at least and there were at least a little bit better results. Uh, I think time tells us that not much better results, but you know, once you get them in the building, anything can happen. Um, so, but... At the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah, you can't you can't tell because it was all under Belichick's watch. Yeah, who picked no fucking is. Cole Strange first round? Who yeah, picked Nikhil Harry? Was who, he who here for Nikhil Harry? Nikhil, that's what I just goddamn said. Post nineteen, Nikhil Harry. No, I'm just saying the same people are still here though in the scouting department. <laughs> I love fucking Ray's defense. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just complete. It just deflects. <laughs> Like you know, responsibility for what he says because yeah, I'm just it's, it's it. just complete deflate. Like I'm, I, nothing you said made sense to me, so I'm just gonna say I'm just saying no, 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 no. I'm just saying that's my life. Nothing blah, makes blah, sense. Blah blah to blah blah. This yeah. has nothing to do with what the fuck we, we were talking about. I live in an abusive <laughs> relationship, Richard. Okay, that's my that's my def me? defense mechanism. I'll give you an abusive relationship over here. Uh, the 2019 draft was all Belichick. Uh, by and then after that was the because it was so bad was the uh the kunmata of we're we're gonna be more collaborative here in the draft room because Belichick gets fucked up so bad because Nick sucked so bad. 
that answers your question. Um, I don't know. Wolf, Eilert Wolf has high regards also among the uh, NFL ranks. So we'll see. Obviously, uh, look, they got some coaching positions to fill. Linebacker probably is the number one there. Wide receiver coach, tight end coach. Tight end coach is a big one. They got to get a good guy for that. You don't think so, Mayo would be the pulling double duties with the linebackers? Fucking hope not. Brand new head coach yeah. with a lot on his shoulders. No. Going to uh, going to Crab Thunder and saying, hey, I'll save you some money. I'll do both. I'll double dip. He nope. has a $10 million buyout, so he must he's he doesn't have to worry about that sort he of shit. He and Kraft are buddies. They're Thunder and Lightning. They're Thunder buddies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, over-under on him never using calling him Thunder in public again? I'm Because <laughs> I'm sure that he never will again. You don't think uh, so? I bet you he does. I bet you he does. That's going to be does the theme. Also. I bet Kraft gets off on that. I bet he goes down to Jupiter and is like, girls, guess what Guess what? my boy Mayo called me today? Yeah. Thunder. 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 Yeah. Thunder. No R. No no R. Thunder. 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 That's right, baby. And like, "Eh, I'm going to make those cheeks clap like thunder. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Obviously, the rubber's about to meet the road with free agency right around the corner and the draft after that. Uh, Interested to see how that all shakes out. Um, I'll move on to our scuttlebutt here section of of the Patriots segment. Not on here. And in uh, relative to what we we're just talking about, somebody said, "Who said it?" Ben Volan said that uh, old, old Johnny Kraft really wants a quarterback at number three, who who is, has no affiliation to the Patriots personnel department whatsoever. Jonathan Kraft, How, but just so everyone's clear, Johnny Kraft's looking for a quarterback, and the typical quarterback that he's looking for is Drake May. That's who Jonathan Kraft wants. So That's don't be surprised. Crazy. No, that's he wants a traditional pocket passer. He doesn't want anyone. He wants a guy that's just going to sit that in the pocket. Means, and be that a, just means white. That's a couch way of saying white. That's, yep. I'm not saying that. That's Jonathan Kraft saying, and I'm just telling you what he's saying. You know a lot re- about the re- story. Reiterating. Yeah, isn't Drake May kind of a scrambler anyway? Doesn't he have more of kind of like a Josh Allen game to him? He gets outside. Not the like Jaden Daniels. Not like Jaden Daniels. So Johnny Kraft is not only dipping his uh, dirty little fingers in the uh, football uh, pool, he's also got a little got a little racist problem going on. Heard it here Sounds first. Like it. Sounds, Sounds like, like a real cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't turn into the Cowboys, you fucking assholes. Don't turn into the Cowboys. The Cowboys draft good. Seems like okay? they are going That's down the, that drafting road. Drafting isn't the Cowboys' fucking problem. What's that stat I just read? Did I send it to you? Something about the uh, something not happening. Uh, it's it's two thousand in playoff in Cowboy playoff wins. Damn it! Oh, that oh every team has made the NFC Championship t- uh, game except for the Commanders and the Cowboys. There you go. There you go. They're in this century, this century. Yep. So yep. keep on drafting good, there, Stevie Stevie Jones. Keep on drafting good. See how well that's. Working that's not giving him enough cocaine and hookers. So he you don't want to be the Cowboys. You don't want to be no. the Cowboys. No. Get the fuck out of here, Johnny Kraft. God, go run Optimum or whatever the hell that goddamn company is called. Uh, we talked about Nick Cayley turning down the uh, $4 million offer there. A lot of scuttlebutt about the offensive uh, uh, interviews. Just you know, no one's attracted to that Patriots job. Uh, but this one was interesting. Kendrick Bourne got uh, caught up in an interview this week. Had a couple things to say. Uh, the first one, I think most newsworthy was, and unsurprisingly, was uh, his quote. Uh, yeah, the locker room was a little bit uh, dysfunctional. Is that what he called it? No, toxic. The rock, the locker room was a little toxic this year. Surprised by that? 
Wow. He is uh, just hard-hitting journalism right there. <laughs> I like something. During a recent interview, uh, CBS, Bourne was asked why Patricia put him in the doghouse following his productive 2021 season. Bourne said, that's a good question. I really don't know. I'm coming off my best year, so I was thinking I'm going back in, going to be able to be out there. I guess he just had different plans, so uh, I'm not sure. I can honestly say, too... It- I could have been better too in certain areas, but I was getting into the game with it, feeling sorry for myself. I kind of fell victim to the situation. I could have approached it probably differently as I think about it, but also when you have your best players, you give your best players the opportunity to play. I feel like. Uh, Hold on. I had one more quote. Bourne also alluded to a belief that Patricia wasn't the first choice for the role of replacing McDaniels. Who left for oh, the I saw coaching. that. Yeah, he said like, yeah, we all thought we were waiting on this uh, on a guy. And yeah, that's to be a different guy. That's another shoe to drop. Here's what he says uh, in relation to that. It was a tough situation. It just sucks. It was something new. We uh, thought uh, we were getting we we're going to get somebody different. And I think it was just ultimately not the right choice to put him in that position. That's what we're looking for. Kendrick, they fucking hated him. They absolutely hated well, him. You think Ford fucking hated Patricia to begin with because of the whole scuttlebutt because he was played in New uh, San Francisco and he was trying to teach him the Shanahan offense. And yeah, he's Bourne's like, I know like, how to no, 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 no. This isn't how it works. <laughs> this ain't it, man. So yeah, Ford and fucking Patricia hate each other. You think O'Brien yeah. was the unnamed guy they were supposed to have? They thought they were going to get, I mean? <laughs> Probably. I mean, that was the plan, right? But then, I mean, we couldn't have upset, possibly upset Nick Saban. Who was the hot commodity for offensive coordinator of that offseason? Other than I don't, it doesn't matter. The only other name around that around the Patriots was Bill O'Brien. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Matt Patricia's testicle <laughs> name dropped up. Fucking walking nutsack gets the keys yeah. to the offense. They got 16 plays. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Hoyer's like, hey, we don't have enough plays to finish a fucking game, you idiots. You mind like tossing a couple more in the sheet? Oh, Brian Hoyer, you're out. You're out. Uh, Jacoby Myers, yeah, you know, we probably could have played better, maybe coached better. Jacoby Myers, you want an extra million dollars? Go fuck yourself. Have fun in Las Vegas. <laughs> He's like, I, I will. Oh, All Mac right. Jones, Mac Jones, you're looking for outside help because you got a couple fucking shoes calling offense for you? You're out. You're in my I'm going to ruin your, I'm going to mentally cripple you for the rest of your life and ruin your career. <laughs> Piece of shit. It's all <laughs> yours. Done. It's all yours, Matty P. Go for it. Have fun. Have fun. You guys have fun over there. <laughs> God, God, the absolute any one of us would do if we were in charge. Fuck yeah. Why has no one also brought up that Matt Patricia somehow found a job on the Philadelphia Eagles and then somehow landed himself calling plays for that team and then miraculously that team shit the bed for the past month and a half of the season and looked like a completely different team in the playoffs. They were injured. They were all injured. That's why. Common denominator. Someone's need to go to Wikipedia right now and under uh, the demise of Bill Belichick should just be Matt Patricia's fat fucking face. That's when that that's that's the demise of Bill Belichick. That decision alone was the uh, the ending cause. They brought in Billy O'Brien that year. Belichick would still be the coach. He'd probably be they'd bring him in next year. He would break Shula's record in week six. Or if McDaniels never left. That's an easy one. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Mac Jones probably shits his pants, and at least we're bitching about Mac Jones and getting a better quarterback instead of talking about completely rebuilding the entire franchise. Uh, all right, uh, a lot of talk on the Patriots here. Luke, uh, this draft rumor is fantastic, though, Ray. This is all your stuff. This is the Justin Jefferson 
Uh, rumor from Colin Coward, which is not a rumor. It's basically just pure speculation, and I'm on board with it. Well, he took uh, Jeremy Fowler's quote about basically the Vikings have been doing their due diligence on the top three quarterbacks in the NFL draft. And in order to get to that one of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL draft, you'd have to trade with someone in the top three, a la the Patriots. And that's when Colin Coward said, well, how about this for a trade speculation? Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, no, excellent. And also good job putting together they would have to trade up into the top three and the Patriots are in the top three. That's good math from you. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate that. I had the paper right here. I was just reading off of that. I had a bunch of scribbles trying to figure out how to get there, but yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. three it. equals three. That's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, we're working there. We're getting better, buddy. Thank you. Uh, that's a no-brainer. You So you move back to 11. You pick up next year's first-round pick. You get Justin Jefferson in the process. That falls right into my little uh, – uh, what I'm looking to do, get my left tackle for the future. At 11, you probably don't get Joe Alt or the kid from Penn State. You're probably on the cusp there. So maybe you got to give up a third and move up a spot or two in the top 10 to get one of those guys. That's what I'd probably like to see. But it still leaves you open for either a trade for Justin fields or a draft of a uh, uh my guy now is uh what's the radler's kid name spencer spencer radler that's my new guy i'm out on bow uh you guys uh we're not necessarily right on bow i just changed my mind uh because of other factors of course um, we were wrong you were still right you're still gonna be a pro bowl player but yeah yeah yeah. i'm just saying that i'm out on i'm just saying i'm out on him on my own accord you understand no that makes total sense i totally get that Spencer Rattler's my guy. Go get him. But uh, look, the Justin Jefferson trade, Bobby, sounds like a no, no-brainer to me. There's some money involved. Uh, but you need talent on this goddamn team. You need talent. I guess the only question is, a third of you, it's either do you trade that pick for Justin Jefferson, have to pay him, get the extra first, or just draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? Uh, I would do the trade. Uh, the trade gets you the receiver. It's You still get another pick. And you in this uh, dream of a deal, get another first round pick next year. I thought the initial scenario was you just swap three and 11 and get Jefferson. I didn't know you're getting another pick on top of that. I mean, you do that deal all day. That's the I mean, that's the uh, deal for that's the package to get into that top three. That's what I mean. Think what the 49ers gave up. They moved up further from the 20s. But 11 to three is a first round pick in an. It's Justin Jefferson, yes, but it's an asset that they are looking to get rid of. So yeah. and you have to pay him, so that uh, technically decreases his value. Right, right. Yeah, it's an absolute no fucking brainer. How likely is it? I don't know. I, I mean, I, highly unlikely because there's no way the Patriots are going to give Justin Jefferson 150 million dollars. That unfortunately is seeming more true by the day. That was not a Belichick problem. That was a Kraft problem. The money yeah. thing. However, it's so funny because Kraft, how he just threw all that on Belichick. Wasn't me that didn't want Tommy. That was Bill. Oh, you know, the next up and coming, we got Mac Jones. We have to draft Mac Jones. It didn't work out. That was Bill. That wasn't us. You know, everything deflects off the Crafts. The Crafts always look good coming out and looking rosy and shiny and nothing's wrong. We're perfect little fucking organization over here. Well done. Not swearing or saying anything. uh, Yeah. Thank you there, Richard. Super Bowl. Wrong one. Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll get there, Ray. We'll get there. It's your time to shine in a second. Ray pre-recorded his headlines. He's very That worked out perfectly, though. That was awesome. <laughs> We're almost there. I just had one other question, and now I'm distracted. I don't remember. Oh, my point was going to be, you're look, uh, you're, at, you're sitting at three. There are three quarterbacks and one wide receiver that are all uh, super, super sought after, after right now. You're in a prime position to field offers, and they should. 
and they should uh, take the best one and get out of there uh, and get your left tackle. I'm not, I, I, there's going to have to be some significant reporting and evidence to get me off my uh, draft take and what I would like yeah, to see. The- that trades with the the pick swap and with the player. If there's even just a different one where they can get into that like nine back into that nine to fifteen range, let's say they they get that pick, they give up three, get that pick with nine to fifteen, a, a good player and a first round pick next year. That's a no brainer deal. Yep, you have to do it. Yep, and I don't even think it's pie in the sky because we've seen these deals almost every year in the last several years. Going back to the Trey Lance deal, the Dolphins. Uh, Go back and look at that top that top ten, top seven picks in the last few years of drafts. There, there's a shit ton of movement. Um, it's it's NBA style. Teams are willing to give up um, draft yeah. picks to move up and get players. Um, you know, Miami Dolphins are, are a good example of that. So, and look at they're always back next year, fucking top of the, drafting the top five. Who? Yeah. Look at the fucking Panthers. They traded the. Farm oh, to yeah. get Bryce Young, and now they're still the worst team in the NFL. Obviously, they traded their pick to the Chicago Bears, but I'm just saying these teams that do all this, they usually fail because these quarterbacks coming out of college suck ass, and you have your handcuff taking these guys at top three or you know whatever they are because Mel Kuyper's telling you to take these guys when they actually suck and they don't belong to be a top ten pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, I totally 100% reject the. Uh, notion and ideology that you have to keep taking a crack at a quarterback and if you have a top three pick that's your best chance to land one i disagree no with that fucking way heartily i totally agree with you you build from the inside and work your way out you got to build up an offensive line if you can protect someone you can make them look like gods look when mac jones had protection his rookie year he looked good after that you know you had some fall off on the offensive line he didn't look that great this year, the offensive line was putrid, and he looked like a fucking joke and had a mental breakdown. So, yes, I'm totally – well, he did. Well, see, I was just about to get your size because I know you're in the Peloton game right now and you might have dropped a little size. I was going to get you a, a Mac Jones fan club T-shirt. I have a bunch I have a bunch of boxes. Um, well, I just sent them to Africa. <laughs> send them to Africa with those Lions Super Bowl uh, T-shirts that they uh, had. Okay, let me – to do send Mac Jones pit, uh, T-shirts to Africa. And Greg? She's been speaking of Africa, Africa. So she'll be here shortly, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh speaking of Africa, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious pre-recorded headlines with the obvious one. Thank you there, Richard. Super Bowl 58 is Sunday with the 49ers and Chiefs. And the biggest question leading up to the game: will Taylor Swift make it to the Super Bowl? The Patriots have given the official title of player personnel to Elliot Wolf, who will work side by side with Rod Bale to fill out the 53-man roster. The Celtics took care of the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday night, 125-117. They play host to the Wizards Friday night and then travel to South Beach on Super Bowl Sunday to take on the Heat. In NBA trade news, the Celtics got Xavier Tillman from Memphis for a 2027 and 2030 second-round picks. The Sixers and Celtics have agreed to a trade that will send third-year guard Jaden Springer to Boston in exchange for a second-round pick, sources tell ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. The Bruins got back to action on Tuesday after the All-Star break and lost to the Flames 4-1. They look to bounce back tonight as we record against the best team in the West, the Vancouver Canucks. And finally, on this day in 2022, Jeremy Giambi, American MLB baseball player from 98 to 2003, took his own life at the age of 47. This has been Headlines with the Obvious One. 
Back to you, Richard. Well done. That was great. That was a really good job, Ray. Changed my hat in the process, too. Yeah. How'd you look worse in that than you do now? Because I was really close. Goodness. Okay. Also, no, it's yeah, like you were five pounds fatter in that video. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I also, uh, look, now that you know how to move the screens here live, that, that pre recorded headlines is not allowed anymore. Okay. Yeah. You need the pressure of being having to do that in front of us. No, because I, mean, I hate you, it. Because you guys fucking you, make faces no, and I fucking go off track. I don't make any faces. And the point of the headlines is to make you read live. I'm going to go back to writing them for you if you don't fucking. Fine. Next week. I'll go live. <laughs> you used Remember? to write them for him? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, make, 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 oh, make it was like a Ron Burgundy <laughs> thing. Him and Bill would like, get me to do Ron Burgundy. They'd put shit in there and I'd read it. Because I'm an idiot. Oh God! If I had the energy, I should. Yeah, I'll, once in a while, I'll, I'll you know, create some headlines for you. There you go. You got to do it in Scottish one time as a baby once. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very good. It was very good. Um. All right. What was that? Jerry Giambi. Jeremy Giambi killed himself. Yeah. The music was very loud. I couldn't hear Billy, Billy hear what you're saying. You're welcome. Did, he did that today. Uh, on this day in 2018, I don't remember. Is that right? Play the video yeah. again so we can get it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Here, run it again. Yeah. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> Better the second time. Let me look at my uh, notes. Uh, do I remember? 2022, two years ago, he killed himself. Okay. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> you asked the question. Yeah, yeah, no, stellar. That's great. Good stuff. Okay. Um, speaking of dead, uh, Lamar Stevens is dead to the Celtics. He was traded to the Grizzlies. This <laughs> week. Ray, what's that one where you can put uh, the other two next to us? Try that. Try that a couple times. Yeah, I like that. That's nice. Okay. Keep me as the big one. Uh, the uh, Lamar Stevens trades. <laughs> you are a big dick, so yes, I would love to. Keep no, you there. no, no, no. No one has ever seen that. Uh, Stevens to the Grizzlies. In return, the Boston Celtics are getting one Xavier Tillman. A couple second rounders in there as well. They also made a trade today, Thursday, before the deadline um for what the hell is it guys Jaden springer from the 76ers uh young kid, former 20, top 10 pick yeah 21 year old uh here's here's the lowdown on this if you want to talk to it these guys are going to be defensive stalwarts that uh, should be a, a part of the rotation um from the tillman kid is a big he's a small big but he's kind of a grant williams style without the offensive upside um and uh Jaden springer is an on is i guess reports are Terrific on-ball uh, front-court defender. Uh, reports of him shutting down Steph Curry, uh, Kyrie Irving, and you know the best guards in the league. So you've added defense to your uh, rotation. You've and the Tillman guy, who's only twenty-five. Tillman kid, you have uh, alleviated some minutes for Al Horford. You know he's got a similar game to Al Horford again, minus kind of the offensive upside. I think that's key. Ray, you've been on this from the beginning. Christoph Porzingis cannot pay 33 minutes a night in last the season. Al Horford is, again, our age. He cannot do that either. And I think we've all seen enough of Luke Cornett to understand that he is yeah. um, not the ideal third big man. Luke Cornett should feel personally offended by this trade window. 
Okay. Because these, it's, it's completely taking away his minutes. Luke Cornett has been, has been playing on borrowed time for a long, long while here. Slow, goofy motherfucker that can't score, can't do anything outside. I don't know how Joe Missoula keeps him on this team when he can't play the fucking outside game that Joe Missoula wants. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. And there's a blog on this in some of my sports. And I told you this la- I told you this last week, or maybe it wasn't on the show, maybe it was a text chain. I think you brought it up. Uh, Peyton Pritchard has a you know high uh, value right now. I'm surprised they traded Lamar Stevens. I, I thought for sure one through 12 was safe in this roster because the mental fragility of this Boston Celtics team with the core of Tatum and Brown is so weak that disrupting their precious chemistry would send these guys in a fucking tailspin. And Luke Cornett is a massive part of that. Every championship team needs some big corny white guy on it. And he's that dude. So you can't, you can't be messing with that chemistry with Tatum and Brown. They, uh, they can't take it. They can't handle uh, that type of, that type of distraction. Um, That's why Luke Cornett's still on the team. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but look, you got Peyton Pritchard. You got uh, Sam Hauser coming off as offensive threats. Now you've got Tillman and uh, Jaden Springer coming back, uh, coming off the bench as uh, as defensive um, you know, parts of the units. And you still got these other guys. You know, O'Shea Brissett has flashed here and there. Um, What's the one weakness that the Celtics have had all season, though? A ball's grit. Defensive. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was defensive. I don't want to be a big screen anymore, Rick. You keep switching it up. Come on. There you go. God, you're such a diva. Defense, defense, defense. This team fucking has been letting up the most points in the NBA. They it's never remember when Brad Stevens was coaching this team? They were a defensive minded teams trying to keep teams uh, underneath 100 points. Now every game they win is over 100 points from the other team. So defense is going to be the key for them to win Banner 18. So I like these moves. I like how they're trying to NBA don't play look, defense. Well, the the whatever the NBA type defense that they play, they're trying to get ready for the playoff this- push with these defensive uh, acquisitions. The NBA should uh, develop a basketball style of defense where they psych out people you while love that movie because they don't actually like get up on them enough to really bother them. They just shoot. So maybe if they could just verbally disrupt them, that that would help win games. Bobby loves basketball. basketball he brings that up like every movie. three months. Bobby brings that up like. Hey, I had it, uh, the NBA do this. Take about NBA. it. Yeah, no, he's the biggest baseball fan of. I've ever known most. I've never our, even seen it. I've never even seen uh, the movie. You've never seen the movie? Fuck you, Ray. Yeah, fuck you, Ray. Go watch the movie. Most of our uh, middle school and high school existence was because of basketball and our cultural references. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic film. This I thought you were going to talk about jerking each other off. That was your existence. In no, you're, you're, no, you heard your mom's going out with Screech, Ray, and she jerked us off. Uh, other uh, <laughs> deadline uh, deals around the NBA. <laughs> Is uh to noteworthy Buddy Heald to the 76ers who dealt you um Springer. It's a little swap there for the 76ers who I think again, the Pacers won that deal though. Nowhere. I think the Pacers won that deal. They got Marcus Morris in return, and they also got a guard. I can't remember right you now. You love these fucking Morris guys as much as Bobby loves it's baseball. What's that like about the Morris brothers? They Especially cunts are just they're angry cunts. They're angry God. cunts. I love angry cunts. You know that they're, they're in a, they're in the softest version the NBA has ever seen, and they are marginally tough. So they like shine like shooting stars uh, out of a pile of shit. That, that's God, the more I love it. I love it. 
They're the Ray Langevins to the NBA. Not actually tough or strong, just a bunch of assholes. Yeah. They're just kind of in the way and floppy when they should be harder. (laughs) Nailed it. Um, (laughs) Watch out for the Knicks. Uh, Bogdanovich moves over to the Knicks. Another weapon there for him. Um, Glass Gordon, your favorite player of all time, Raymond. Glass Gordon uh, to the Thunder. There's a nice veteran presence for a young team on the up and up. How to ruin a team in one trade? Get Glass Gordon. <laughs> no, he's gonna bring a nice excitement for that first game when he was there. Remember that excitement? So fucking hyped up, and then I remember Bill being like, "Uh oh, it's broken." I <laughs> and then I he saw, exploded. I saw it live. I almost threw up. Yeah, we all did. We were all watching it together. We all fucking were texting each other. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was horrible. That was bad. That was season's that, over. Yeah. Season's over. Yeah. Although it wasn't, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then, then the next season was over because, oh yeah, you know, Kyrie flopped out. Uh, Kelly Olynyk to the Raptors. Toronto replaces Pascal Siakam with Kelly Olynyk. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me about this uh, Kelly Olynyk Green Teamer uh, situation, Raymond. Everyone wanted like- the the Green Teamers wanted Kelly Olynyk to come back home. Uh, Brad, make that move. Get him here. You need another big outside shooter. Did they I want him, him, or did they think he was coming? Both. There's no way he Brett, Kelly Olynyk was coming to the Celtics. They couldn't make the money work. They were gonna. They thought that Utah was gonna buy him out, and then that's how he would come here. Oh well, that is that is some true green teamer think. Of course, think speak right there. Of course. They, they also un- probably thought LeBron was coming in here, too. You know? Yeah, the nerds don't get it. The nerds don't get man bun. They don't get uh, salary cap ramifications. They don't Never. understand anything. No. They just they just love their own. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Kelly Olenek or these two guys that you've never heard of before? Two guys i never heard of before. Me, too. Uh, Dennis Schroeder on the move again. That guy lives out of a suitcase. He's going to uh, the Nets in Brooklyn. Uh, P.J. Washington. Uh, to the Mavericks and Patrick Beverly, another suitcase uh, liver, heading to Milwaukee. Uh, uh, what about Grant Williams? You know, I want to talk about Grant Williams, former Boston Celtics, went to the Mavs. Now he just got traded for PJ Washington. Go to Charlotte with nothing there. Yeah, exactly you know, where he uh, always uh, wanted to be. Yep. A only trash organization where he could just jock for 20 and trains. There you go. Hornets receive Grant Williams and a first round pick and Seth Curry. Yeah. Good deal for the for the Hornets. They'll fuck it up. Totally, but I mean, good, it's deal. good deal. Yeah, PJ Washington's pretty good, but I don't know. Not that good. Not that good. No. Not first round pick. Good and, and two Grant players, okay. two rotational players. No fucking way. Yeah. No, I didn't see that side of the trade. Curry um, traded a lot too. Yeah, I feel like Grant Williams is going to be a suitcase guy for the rest of his career. Yep, doesn't quite fit a mold. But yeah, when he comes here, we'll give him the fucking tribute, the big fucking spotlight, like we did with Marcus Morris, because he was the heart and soul, and he got along with Marcus Smart and blah blah. You got blah. thoughts on that? You got thoughts on that tribute from Marcus? Ray? Oh my god, fucking sickening! A guy that averaged ten points a fucking game comes here, didn't win anything. I mean, Kevin Garnett, he won an NBA championship, well deserved. Paul Pierce won a championship, was here for so long. These guys that won championship, Rajon Rondo when he came back got a tribute. These guys Recently that came arrested. and won a goddamn championship. Deserve it, Marcus. Uh, Marcus Smart, no, sir. You didn't win shit. You didn't do anything. You were not the heart and soul of the NBA or Boston Celtics. Fuck you. You don't deserve shit. 
<laughs> a little God, harsh. I hate, I hate Marcus Smart now so a little harsh. fucking much. I don't care. I would just like to get on record now that we're live. Anybody, if anybody is watching, for all the people watching, uh, we were ahead of this Marcus Smart thing. We were asking for that trade from the bubble. Get ahead of this. So uh, toot toot on that. I don't hate him, and I really don't mind the tribute. He was here for nine years. They had a lot of success with him. Uh, he was a top six pick. Uh, so when Gordon Hayward comes back, why don't we give him? A no, record? he broke his ankle, barely played. You know, he doesn't get one. Marcus, Marcus Smart. <laughs> has a Kyrie. Where is Kyrie's tribute? Then? How fucking dare you? How fucking yeah, dare you? Want you want to fucking do that to me? Don't fucking do that to me. You fucking do that to me. You fucking do that right now. You fucking talked about that. You have to fucking don't deserve that fucking headline. No, fuck you. Marcus Smart and Kyrie Irving. You high? Are you fucking high? Yes, but that's besides the point. I'm not giving the Marcus Smart heart and soul of the Celtics, but Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving's only uh, comparison is... Uh, they went to Eastern Conference time. Finals. He had a DV acceptance, so he couldn't fucking sit on the bench. How dare you? How dare yeah, you? He knows job because he's a deviated cunt. Uh, <laughs> what do you, What is your, what is your uh, thoughts on tribute videos, Bobby? Kelly Olenek got one, I think. Oh, God. He, well, he did. They're dumb in general. I mean, unless you're someone of the status where, like I said, you, you've won the titles, you're a Brady, you're this or you're that. It's just I, I, I don't get sentimental like that about those things. I mean, they're on the team when they're here, and then when they're gone, they're gone. Let me ask you a question. Does uh, – uh, oh, fuck. What was I going to say? Hold on. Never mind. Go. Attaboy, bot pod strikes again. Bottom of the table. Oh, no, I had a good one, too, because I was like, oh. I'm sure it was. I'm sure sure you have packed your brain with so much today, buddy. It's okay. Keep going. Three equals three. Uh, Yeah, you know, tributes and Hall of Fames, keep them short. But, you know, this is the world we're living in. The Marcus Smart thing didn't bother me. Also, he's not playing and uh, proven right on that trade. They won that. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, would you, Ray, would you give a tribute to Marcus Morris? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, why don't you throw it over to a little afternoon delight there, Raymond? You want to do afternoon delight. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Thanks. Welcome. Still not, I'm still not used to the transition. Okay, a quick little segment here, Bobby. If you want to take a nap or paint your new room, whatever you want to do, we're going to talk baseball real quickly, but not really. We're really going to talk streaming services and this goddamn Red Sox Netflix thing. Here's your biggest headlines for the Boston Red Sox this this offseason. They missed out on Yamamoto. Uh, They were never really in on Otani. They uh, hired some nerd from, I think, the San Francisco Giants to up their nerd quality in the... uh, Upstairs in management. They've struck out on every other goddamn deal they've tried to make this or pretend to make this year. They hired Theo Epstein. That's the, it. That's the breaking news. That's it. Yeah, Stop there. They hired him to help them find a new coach for Liverpool, not the fucking Red Sox. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know who's writing Theo Epstein's checks? Not the Red Sox, Fenway Sports, Sports Group. Group. All right. That mother, that son of a bitch is spending his time over, overseas. And that all they, I, I bet they hired him for the goddamn fucking headline too. I bet they hired him for that. Of headline. course they did. What What else? What have they done? They don't even I have mean, a full rotation he's a boy yet. Genius. Do they? He's a, he's a boy genius, but he's not going to put that genius towards the goddamn baseball team. I'll tell you that. Uh-uh. And you know how we're going to know that? Because there's going to be fucking cameras falling around there every goddamn move starting spring training in two weeks. Well, they don't even have a full rotation. 
Texas team on a Netflix special. They've been last place six out of the last seven years. What the hell is the number? They're not spending. They're taking it. They're the Boston Red Sox with $5 billion. They're 20th in spending with no end in sight to this cheap-ass fucking uh, uh, demeanor. And you want to put that in front of the world to the number one streaming service in the world? Who agreed to this shit? For, for, for marketing purposes? How many headlines do we need to see about the Boston goddamn Red Sox that don't include a fucking second paper? Fuck! Jesus Christ! It's ridiculous! Like, how do you change this? This is, we are not, we've never experienced this as sports fans, as Boston sports fans. Even the Bruins started spending in our lifetime. We've never experienced a true, like, it doesn't even exist hardly in sports anymore, certainly in big markets. Like, these teams are worth so much money. Baseball is the only sport it still exists. The Pirates are a despicable example of, of ownership and spending. And the Red Sox are trending that direction. And now they're going to put it out to the world on Netflix. Like, my initial thought was, why the fuck would Netflix want this? To follow around a shitty team, like just being shitty. But, God, they're going to get so many hate clicks from Boston fans. And then the world's going to spread that the, the Red Sox are horrible. And look at the debacle. And there's this function going on in Boston. And people love to see people fail. So they're going to get ratings out the roof. And then they're going to follow that up with some 2004 uh, miraculous, the greatest sports uh, event in the history of sports. The 2004 comeback Red Sox over the Yankees in the World Series. And they're going to give you more. Netflix is going to make out on this. The Red Sox are going to look like fools again, again. I hope they sign Trevor Bauer and they get the fucking just the entire feminist Me Too movement coming down. And they burn Fenway to the fucking ground. I want it just live on. It's probably already set up. It's probably Netflix is probably already set it up. They're going to bring Trevor Bauer in, and then everybody is going to go burn down Fenway, and they're going to catch it on camera. What's the one thing that old people can't do? Like the fucking insurance dollars and go buy in Bombay for fucking Liverpool or whatever the goddamn thing. <laughs> Richard, Richard, what's the one thing that old people can't do? They don't know how to stream. Everyone was losing their fucking mind when that NFL game, NFL playoff game was on Peacock. Now you're telling these old people that they have to go on Netflix. Probably half these people don't even have a Netflix account. So old balls like that, like baseball, aren't going to be able to fucking deal with this whole streaming service and probably won't even watch it. They're not games, you dumbass. It's a fucking documentary that's coming out in a year. They're old. Do you think a 75-year-old man knows how to fucking use Netflix? I'm not here to bash old people, Ray. I don't know, son yeah, of a I don't bitch. know what you think I this think show is. Figure it out. Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry. Jesus, Ray. Have some compassion. I'm fucking believable. Apologies. Bobby, thoughts on baseball? Yeah, it's dumb. Yep. All right. This or that with Chief Bobby right after this. This or that. All right, here we go. You can't use banks, so you can't buy from stores. Well, can't use banks. Hold on. Hold on. Jesus, my mind. Was there no fade on that? We jumped right into this. I'm really not uh, ready. Sorry. No well, banks well, or what? You can't use banks, so you have to like keep all your money at home. You'd have to get paid that way. Uh -huh. Or you can't buy anything from stores. You'd have to barter or trade or just self-serve. No banks, because I would be terrible. I Rich would own everything in the world if it was bartering techniques. Like your mother's ass. Just barter with him. It's just you personally. It's not like the whole world. It's just you personally. 
Um, I like a good barter situation, but not all the time. That would be exhausting. So I guess I'll just go with no banks. I'll just yeah. keep, hoard my money. I don't trust the uh, establishments anyway. Uh, we've got an entire segment on conspiracy theories here. And um, the banking industry should be one of those segments, Bobby, if you could get on that with your nice there, email. There isn't anything that shouldn't be a part of a conspiracy segment. True that. Uh, banks it is. Hmm. I agree. Banks. Do you prefer a house party or a party at a club or bar? Some of the best parties have been at house parties. House parties are significant answer, especially if it's not your house. Exactly. Because then everything about that house becomes fun and you can just go hog wild. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. House, house party, party is the answer. No, house party is the only answer, I think. Mm. Yeah. A uh, a potluck event or a catered event? Catered, because I'm not cooking for any of you. Give me the fucking easiest way. Give me the greasiest thing possible where I have to do the least amount of work. Give me a catered event. Right. Do you show any manners in, uh, like, if there's some food and maybe there's one or two items left? Are you looking around making sure someone gets their chance or are you going right in? Yeah, so like after I have sex with your mother, I put a dick, a donut around my dick, hard direction. Beep it! It doesn't make sense. You're shoehorned in. Terrible, terrible. Okay. Take a lap. God, fucking damn it! <laughs> His face lit up. I knew he was gonna say something so fucking dumb. So dumb. Because he looked so, so dumb. Happy. 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 I, I will go. I will go with potluck, and the only dish I bring is Ray's mother's ass. Whoever gets a fucking piece. Shoehorned. <laughs> Shoehorned. Shoehorned is a beautiful rebound. Tip. No, Shoehorned. Oh, no I already way. fucking made him on a joke. Mine was way, way better. better. You just Bobby's still laughing and crying oh, about it because he loved it. He fucking loved it. You're crying. You're crying at your own joke because you've gummied up <laughs> before the fucking show. It's fantastic. Nachos or buffalo chicken dip? Buffalo chicken dip. Tough one. Walk us through this. Right? A lot of, lot of food properly. Here. There's nothing worse than a lazy nacho. But if the that's what I always get. Properly. I always get lazy nachos. So are you talking like that's what geez. we call raised dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm lightheaded. I'm lightheaded from that one. <laughs> Touche. Oh shit. Uh, well nothing like a 20 year old limb dick joke. <laughs> Go ahead. Right? You're, no, no one cares. No, no, uh, I'm done. No, I'm done. Buffalo chicken, buffalo dip, chicken dip. Uh well, yeah. if you take it at its highest peak, the a, a great nacho versus a great buffalo chicken dip, you gotta go buffalo chicken dip. Because you're getting oh, essentially a sim similar ingredients of the buffalo chicken dip to the nacho with a similar chip and the consistency and the taste, it's all just better. You gotta go yeah. chip, you gotta go dip yeah. there. Yep. Give me the nachos. Play golf or softball. Of course you would, ribs boy. Golf? golf? Who plays softball? Golf is dumb. <laughs> any sport, any sport with a stick is stupid. Hockey, baseball, golf, softball. Softball plays with a They're stick. Both dummy. Dumb, but I'll choose softball. You At least it's would. over in a reasonable time. Golf, it's all day. Yeah, you better DA. How do we get made fun of all the time throw, on the show boy. with Rib Boy over here? No, he but look, I hate you, Ray, but Bobby has some whack thoughts and ideas. All right. He's, he's very weird. He, yeah, he's, he's Native real. American. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they come from a different vein, you know, a different mm -hmm. vine. We are European descent. He is from you know the ground here. Roots mm -hmm. rooted. <laughs> What's your uh, preferred color, blue or red? Red. Blue. blue. Yes. I go blue. 
Yeah, blue. Blue is the correct answer. Star Wars or Indiana Jones trilogies? Mm. Originals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, never seen Indiana Jones, so I have to go Star Wars. Oh, fucking asshole. I know. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I go Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars, Indiana Jones. My mind's telling me yeah. My body. Uh, I think I go to Star Wars too. That definitely took up more, more heart. It was like but... more of my kid. Yeah. Yeah, Indiana Jones is great, but Star Wars is. Chips or popcorn? Chips, 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 chips. What kind of setting are we talking about? Chips. Whatever setting you want, which one do you want to eat? Like, if I'm at a movie theater, I don't want to hear anyone else eating chips, so I want popcorn. No, who goes to movie theaters? I do. I've do been you? to a movie theater in years. Do you go to the uh, midday shows after your strip strip joint set session? That's, it's called the matinee show. The matinee, where there are uh, you have to show an ID to get in? Sometimes. And they give you lotion at the door before you go in, too. Mm-hmm. Lotion. <laughs> we'll get to that shortly. Pussy. Uh, dry puss or wet hand? Oh, jeez. Wet hand. <laughs> wet hand never fails, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah lubrication is, is key. Yeah. You guys are lame. Yeah. I mean, look. <laughs> Okay, come on. Are we fucking scared of a challenge, McPhee? Are you scared of a little challenge? I got enough dust on Tuesday nights. I don't need it. Uh, You know, that's we get through it and it's fine. Wednesdays are tough. Yeah, give me the dry puss. Uh, crossword puzzle or word search? (laughs) I love that. How you just go to I would like to hear Ray's answer on crossword puzzle or word search. Crossword puzzle because it's very it's, it's no you, that's where you're you no I like crossword puzzles I have it on my you phone can't do a crossword puzzle I do I do you a daily crossword, crossword puzzle, puzzle every day no fucking way. Way. every day I take a shit at six thirty a.m. at work you mean and at for fifteen minutes like I do a crossword puzzle Instagram girls asses to a crossword puzzle yeah, app? no Indeed ch- I do no chance and no by the way if that's true then you need to put a little more work into the show because i've been asking for segments for this bot pod segments for weeks we haven't got a goddamn one of them so you're spending your time on quote-unquote crossword puzzles which are actually word finds in highlight fucking magazines that you steal from your kids then uh, i'm gonna need you to spend a little bit more time taking some gummies and bumping some weird shit in your brain okay okay yeah if you could do that yeah uh, i'm also going crossword puzzle not a boy yeah. give me word search there it is. Simple it's minds. Real easy. Simple I minds. just want to find a word and circle it. Okay? Simple minds. You like the ones that go backwards and diagonal? Oh, those ones are hard. Yeah. Yeah, they're tricky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, build a sandcastle or a snowman. I'm not picking either of these. Both of these implement me in being some type of person that I want to be. A person so you don't go outside, outside with your children and play fucking. Yeah. Well, no, this is live, so I can't use the words I want to use. So that just oh, let your imagination. Do they do they belong to an organization? I don't know. Uh, sandcastles suck. I I would ra- much rather do a, a snowman if uh, forced into it. Sandcastles. I've never been a big sandcastle guy. Here's a, here's my rationale behind it. If you're at if you're on the beach, there's lots to do. It's nice weather. You've got water. You got activities. If you're an adult, you drink. You you shoot the shit. You read a book. Whatever. Ray does crosswords puzzles, uh, but not really. Thank you. Thank you. No, uh, I do. In, in the winter, when it's snowing. Your, your options are limited. It's fucking cold. There's not a whole lot to do. You can kind of sled and that's it. So I'd much rather throw a football or go swimming or do things on the beach than sit there and build a castle. In the snow, what else are you going to do? Mm. Throw a football in the snow. Whatever, Bob. Exactly. 
Build sandcastle is the answer here. You would. Just all crisscross applesauce vine fucking stagnant. <laughs> yep. Look at me, Mommy. Oh, no, the tide's coming in. <laughs> it's okay, Bobby. My monkey is doing, Mommy. Raymond? No, fucking give me a sandcastle. Get the beach. Exactly. Because you're built yeah. like a snowman. Uh, all right, Simple Minds of the Week, right after this. So don't get mad at me, Richard, but I didn't have that one in there. So uh... <laughs> You just put yourself on the screen? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Stupid as stupid does, Miss Blue. I guess. Are you stupid or something? Stupid as stupid does, sir. There you go. There you go, Richard. Okay, thank you. Thanks, sir. I was trying to do it while we're doing it, but I was, I was doing too many things at once. Okay, so, so yeah, your distraction level went from a 7 to a 9. 6 to a 9, sorry. That was... Thank you. Missed that, Missed that yep. layup. You did. Uh, all right. Simplest minds of the week. Not much here because, uh, again, Bobby didn't I contribute. I got to say, gentlemen, you've been real fucking lazy lately. Okay. I've uh, sent three oh, emails oh. to you today, son of a bitch. <laughs> you take that back. I take it back. Well, my simple mind contributors and is right on that email there. Also, Ray, don't get me started again on emails. Okay. Just, oh god <laughs> i'm sorry the ptsd your email no, etiquette no. is not you know at the I, top I of the list of things yeah, i'd yeah. be fucking gloating about speaking hey, of not gloating cool. although look we can take this conversation a couple of different ways uh and we have on the show we're on record here but michael porter jr never been heralded as the smartest guy or uh, the most likes uh, was a guest on the pivot and had some serious waves about his comments in the wnba here's a couple quotes Quote, I see it from both sides. I know these females want to get paid more, and they're very talented, but so is a famous ping pong player. Like, the best ping pong player is just as talented as the best NBA player. That doesn't mean that they're going to get paid the same because it's what people want to watch. He goes on to say, quote, as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as men basketball players, it's a different sport. They're not packing out arenas, obviously. Their TV deals are not the same. So as much as I advocate for women, does he? And kind of equality of the respect of their craft, I mean, you can't pay them the same thing. But I do feel like there should be a little way to make a little bit more money because they are very talented. That's like me saying, well, yeah, because that's just pretty much what he just did there. There right? are people... I. I told you I was. Look at my camera's going. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. You need a hat next week. It's because of simple minds. I can't tell the mirror is backwards. I can't tell which way my hair is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just didn't show the hat. Cuts and hoodie. Um, I told you to listen to that Mike Lombardi interview with Felger. Yeah. And this is like a, a, an example of when people should not be given a microphone. They can't speak eloquently to what they're talking about. And they just speak in generalities and around a subject without actually coming to a point. There's no structure to their to their speaking. They're they're just talking. 
And when you do that in front of a microphone and people record you, you sound like a fucking moron. And that's what Michael Porter Jr. sounds like. He sounds like a fucking moron. His points are not invalid. Of course, the NBA, WNBA players should not get paid exactly what the NBA players want or get paid. They're not actually even asking for that. They're asking for the, the percentages to be the same, which, frankly, they probably shouldn't get either because they don't garnish the, the remotely as much as fucking money. It's not even goddamn close. It's not even goddamn close. So sentiment's not terribly wrong. You just said it like a kind of an asshole, and he came off like an <laughs> asshole. Just a fucking idiot. When you can, when you bring ping pong players into the into the conversation, <laughs> this just what, it, if you're a if you're a a professional, <laughs> it's uh I think it's Amarel 04. Uh. If you're a professional in in the limelight, in this environment that we live in, like, don't you just stay away from these topics and subjects? Like, don't ask me about. I'm not talking about that. This is not worth it. That's how you like, canceled the sponsorships and deals that he has and shit. It's like, yeah, we're good. There you go, Michael Porter Jr. Um, by the way. Simple Mind Sports stands for uh, equality as well, okay? Just so we're on the record. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, All about, yeah, equality. Megan Rapinoe. Uh, 1,200 migrants and squatters are in Atlanta. Ray, your favorite spot. Uh, Ray, Ray's favorite place to be. Uh, this was put in here because you uh, did send us this uh, story today that there are 1,200 squatters in Atlanta. and there I didn't send you this. I thought you did. That was a queen. You bastard. No, I sent it. Oh, Did Bobby you? sent it. Bobby sent it. Oh, it was a New York Post, wasn't it? I should have yes. known. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Um, okay, Bobby sent it, but Ray, you had a, a nice piece on it. But they're basically setting up their own establishment down there in Atlanta. Uh, 1,200 of them. They are creating a community, including uh, illegal gambling sites, restaurants, bartering sites, uh, and uh, strip clubs, which yep. led us into this bartering conversation that we brought into the show. And also your story about goosebumps in Atlanta, Ray. Um, so this is simply in the civil mind sections because we want to hear about your story of goosebumps in Atlanta. Thank you, Richard. Uh, goosebumps is right next to the Holiday Inn uh, in Atlanta. I stayed there with my father and my cousins. Uh, my father ordered some Chinese food for the evening. My cousins and I stumbled down there mid-afternoon, early evening, and had the time of our lives. Drinks galore. God, the security guards rolling blunts having a smoke in there with them Can you tell us what uh, goosebumps actually is oh it's a strip club thank you <laughs> yeah sorry it's a strip club it's a strip club in Atlanta. uh mostly african-american women and i had the time of my life time of my life it's like it was like my disneyland that's what it was and this was because uh you were able to um uh, take part in the debauchery of uh, sharing a, a drink and a cocktail with these lovely ladies and the the, the male companions. Yes, um, you partook in the devil's lettuce, and yeah. you really there, were engulfed in the culture. You could say there was five of us there, and I knew four of the people. Again, fantastic math. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. Why was well, your father not invited down? Uh, my father doesn't like strip clubs for some reason. Every time we go it's, on these trips, he never easy. comes. I us. won't even do it. That was hey, too hey, easy. Stay off that. Just uh, we're gonna stay off that one. Uh, he does like Italian margaritas, though. Anyone loves uh, Italian margaritas? Yeah. Anyone that? And if you want to know what Italian margarita is, tune in next week to the Civil Mind Sports Show, where we'll be live at 8 p.m. on the uh, Sports Fluent 
and I'll come. Uh, since my sports are Friday rewrite February 9th, we will see you next time. Bye, boys. Can't do the background music. It was just terrible. That was bad. Like you just got cut off. So I apologize. So if you want to do that again, do it again, Richard. You sure I got cut off? Because I'm I could. Yeah, it sounded like shit. Do it again now. Richard? Richard, don't do this. <laughs> that wasn't frozen. Uh, that was the Simite Sports Show, Friday Rerun, February 9th. Uh, Ray's going to play the outro music now. We'll get this down. We'll get this down. Uh, next week, same time, same place. Uh, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Did you fade that, or is that because the whole the thing is faded? Things faded. Yeah, so just let it play. There's a solution. Sorry, got it. Got it. We're just, we're just playing with it. We're just still getting used to it. I there. get it. Yeah, this is still a little trial run here. This trial mm-hmm. run. We are uh, very uh, uh, in tune with the show, nitpicking all the cons. And uh, you are nitpicking all the cons. Well, I well, just, this just feels going like a pretty big one. I gotta take a shit, and now no, you can't. And hard in. Sorry, you're, in. you're gonna have you're to hold in. it. You're gonna hard in a real soft out if we don't do this quickly. <laughs> Sorry, that's fine. Uh, Ray, can I ask you a question? You may. Um, now I'm I'm a little conflicted here because we got on here. It looks like you've been uh, work hard at work trying to you. figure this out. I'm and I'm I'm sure your brain is just throbbing. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of fucking information you had to take in today with how to uh, handle a couple clicks here on the old on the old computer. Um, but this is serious, and I'm, I'm interested if you know. Are you aware of um, how an email works and how it corresponds with dates of the week? Yep. Okay. So when uh, you say Friday, and it was actually the oh, first, which was a Thursday, you, dude. You said, God, <laughs> was that just yeah. a confusing fucking moment for you, or is February because it doesn't have as many days? I just didn't know times, dates, whatever. I just saw last yeah. week and what we were interacting with. God, I, I got to tell you something. I'm in the midst of this fucking work bonanza where no one's paying attention to a goddamn thing and chaos. And then I got to deal with this. I got to deal with this. And I knew <laughs> that's what it work fucking bonanza was. Bonanza where no one fucking knew that. If you what knew what it was, then why would you just tell me? Because that you knew I, I told you, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I told you I was not going to shit on you this week. I was not going to make fun of you. And then, hey, did you email him about, it looks like you sent him an email that we weren't going to do the fucking thing today. And I go, I sent that fucking son of a bitch last Thursday. Before I know that's what you're talking about. Because I know I didn't send an email. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, it's on it's it's last Friday. The I'm first? Yeah, it was a fucking Thursday. Before we did the goddamn thing. Time, dates, email. <laughs> if I wanted this harassment, I'd go to upstairs and hang out with It was a learning. hang out with you, Well, asshole. look, let's spin it. It was a learning experience, right? We're not going to make yeah. that same mistake again? Never. Okay. 
Okay. Thank you, Rim. Communication, communication, transparency. Let's just get all on the same page. Thanks for doing the work today. I'm really excited. It looks like the intro came together pretty nicely. Let that roll. Uh, Raymond, again, is playing producer tonight, Bobby. So uh, we're in for a whirlwind. He's learning a lot of fun tricks. Um, he's going to give us some different screenshots and some transitions. He's put a lot of work in today. So thank you, Ray. Thanks for all welcome. that you do, Raymond. You're welcome. Welcome. Good looking fat head there, Bobby. New room? Always. Excellent. Um, speaking of new rooms, what do you say? We start the show, the Simmons Sports Show, with some opening takes, some Boston sports. Uh, what's new around the New England area? Uh, Dr. Big Mac, Raymond, let's kick it off with you. Broken glass. 